This morning, we are bringing lightness to the upcoming Black Friday. From ProfitWell's Boston HQ, it's Wednesday, November 27th. I'm Grace Gagnon. I'm Abby Sullivan. And I'm James Herrick. It's a beautiful day to subscribe. And later in this episode, we're bringing you some Black Friday snags we've found. But for now, we're looking past the consumer's view and at the business side of things. If your business sends emails containing coupon codes, vouchers, booking confirmations, tickets for travel or events, or any content that could require a printout, which is undeniably an effort that's amped up this time of year, you should consider tracking your print per open rate. Because the average email generates one print per every 313 email opens. That's a print rate of point. And Litmus Email Software has an entire report for your downloading convenience. It's called the State of Email Engagement. Because in email marketing, data means power. The better you understand your audience and how they engage with your email, the better you can fine-tune your email strategy and execution, ultimately sending better email. So the Litmus team analyzed more than 10 billion email opens tracked with email analytics in the past year, providing you with actionable insights into how the average subscriber engages with email. They're including aspects like When subscribers read email. Where subscribers engage with email. How long subscribers spend reading an email. And how often they print and forward emails. All items you need prior to pushing send on that Black Friday message. We'll link to the report in your subscriber newsletter, of course, so you're fully prepped for the holiday rush, if attaining that is even possible. Now, on to Apple News for the subscription crew. In a win for the developers out there, Apple has made the server-to-server notifications feature of App Store Connect more useful for developers, now providing alerts for when a customer's subscription fails to renew, as well as when it is resolved. We know a thing or two about subscription renewals, the process each customer goes through when continuing their subscription into the next billing cycle. Involuntary churn tends to sneak up on recurring revenue companies without warning. In an ideal world, every customer would renew their subscription when it's due. But like any subscription service, customers frequently fail to renew their subscriptions for tons of reasons. So Apple provides the notifications to developers for a variety of reasons, but chiefly so that the business logic of the app's server can perform a developer's designated actions for that particular situation. While before this could have covered things like advising users of renewal notices before the app store took another subscription payment, the new addition informs the users from within the app of any payment issues. In your subscriber newsletter, I'll link to more on subscription renewals plus five ethical tactics for increasing renewal rate. But now, some notable Black Friday deals are on tap. Sure, there are endless Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, Cyber Monday deals screaming at you out there. And although we're no retail shop, we felt remiss not to mention a few cool subscription-based ones for our crew. Rosetta Stone, you know, the language learning software, they're offering a $189 lifetime subscription, which is pretty nuts when you consider the usual price at $249 for 24 months. And this one, well, it's already available for sign up. And with Amazon Music, new customers can get four months of Amazon Music Unlimited for a whopping 99 cents. And you'll likely need some caffeine amid the process. Beanbox is offering half off your first order. And although not technically subscription, we'll link to a coffee tumbler that gets you free coffee for every day this January. Seems like a deal I'll definitely have to take advantage of. All right, that's all we have time for for this November 27th of your subscription news. Up next, let's take it into the holiday with some story time featuring Andrew Grove's high output management. (laughs) 
As a modern day manager, you can't just go by one script and expect your team to work at their fullest potential. The job is flexible and dynamic and any help you can get figuring out what your roles are and when to play each one should be taken advantage of. On today's ProfitWell Book Club, I dive deep into high output management written by Andrew Grove, a Hungarian born American businessman, engineer, author, and a pioneer who claimed being a manager is a lot like being a sports coach. You need to gather information on the situation at hand, put the players where they need to be, and motivate them to push harder than the competition. High output management at its core reinforces the idea that modern managers need to roll with the punches in an ever-changing working world. In it, Grove drives home four key points. Point number one. Management requires a thorough understanding of the production process. In any production, there are several moving parts that need to work together in perfect rhythm to achieve results. As a manager, your job is to identify bottlenecks in the process and take the appropriate action that keeps things moving. Point number two. Collecting and sharing information is crucial for management and employees to make educated decisions. If your work meetings seem like a waste of time, we've all been there, you're probably doing them wrong. As with every relationship, communication is key. And when your job is to gather information and make decisions, meetings are a crucial part of the puzzle. Point number three. Most underperformance can be attributed to lack of motivation, which falls on the manager. Money might be why you show up, but it shouldn't be the end-all be-all. Part of being a manager is motivating your team to achieve more than they thought possible. This can mean leading by example, giving constructive feedback, or encouraging a little friendly competition. Point number four. There's no perfect management style that works under all conditions, but there is a way to figure out which approach is right for the situation. A top-down approach to management may have worked back in the day, but as our attitudes towards success have changed, so has management. By taking into account each individual's task-relevant maturity, their competence for a particular job, a manager can adjust on the fly and be what that person needs to do their best. So, do you need to read high-output management? High-output management is abundant with advice and observations and a good read to have on hand. This is one I've read over and over again, whether it be in full or sections at a time. If you feel like you're set with the brief points we went over, skip ahead, but I'd listen on for the extended takeaways. And if you're still intrigued after that, it is worth the buy. We digested high output management from cover to cover so you don't have to. Remember, we have four main points here, so let's dig a bit deeper into each one and see what we can unpack from Grove's take. Point number one. Management requires a thorough understanding of the production process. Grove says managing a production process is a lot like serving breakfast. Okay, stay with me on this one. Let's say your job is to deliver toast, coffee, and a boiled egg to a customer. The boiled egg has the longest prep time that should be considered when deciding the order of operations. Toast and coffee both have fairly high profit margins, but when you factor in extras like butter, jam, cream, and sugar, the cost begins to add up. Do you bring the accoutrement with every order or just by request? For your customers, does it make more sense to have imported small batch coffee where you charge by the glass or endless refills of something less pricey? Depending on sales, does it make more sense to invest in a second toaster or a second coffee maker? All the while, you need to make sure that any issues with the plate are caught before going out to the table, where a little problem can turn into a big, costly one. Point number two. Collecting and sharing information is crucial for management and employees to make educated decisions. Never forget that management is a team effort. When one of you fails, you all fail in a way. That is why two-way communication is crucial for both you and those you manage to succeed. Meetings are how management communicates with staff. It's true that for most managers, meetings are the bane of their existence, but without them, how would you gather information, communicate expectations, and serve as an example to the team? Not every meeting needs to be in the boardroom with a PowerPoint and handouts. Something as simple as casual conversation 
conversation or a walk to get coffee can have further reaching results than a pre-planned meeting. Meetings that provide staff with feedback are another important managerial tool. This way, you make sure you and your team are on the same page. You determine their individual strengths and weaknesses, and you motivate them to get more done. Point number three. Most underperformance can be attributed to lack of motivation, which ultimately falls on the manager. When you have an underperforming employee, you must ask yourself, are they not up to the task or are they just not putting in 100% effort? When determining the root cause, ask yourself the question, could they do the job if they're like dependent on it? And you won't need to put on a battle royale in order to figure it out. Most of the time, your team just needs some extra motivation. While money is the end goal for any job, it's not the only motivator that works. For competence-driven employees, showing them areas where they can expand their knowledge might be motivation enough. For others, showing an interest in their personal growth can garner loyalty. Sometimes a little good-natured competition is the push your team needs. And above all, lead by example. If your employees see you putting in the time, hours, and the help where you can, they will follow suit. Point number four. There's no perfect management style that works under all conditions, but there is a way to figure out which approach is right for the situation. Nothing in life is simple, management included. Barking out orders may have worked in a turn-of-the-century factory, not so much in 2019. But when you have a hundred places to be and a thousand things to do, hand-holding isn't a much better option. Instead, take your time and learn your employees' strengths and weaknesses. Put them in a position to succeed and gently nudge them in the right direction. Task-relevant maturity, or TRM, is a great way to quantify the skill set each individual on your team possesses. Karen from HR may be a wizard at paperwork, managing schedules, and remembering birthdays, but she might not have the stoicism necessary to give impartial performance reviews. You know that you don't need to look over her shoulder when she plans the office holiday party, but it might help if you're in the room for quarterly evaluations. By knowing when to ease up and when to buckle down, you can manage far more effectively. Again, high output management is abundant with advice and observations and a good read to have on hand. This is one I've read over and over again, whether it be in full or sections at a time. All in all, it is worth the buy for anyone in a managerial position or those looking to get to that level. Hang out with us next week. And if you have a book you want us to break down, send it over to abby at recurnow.com or tag us on social with hashtag recurnow and we will get it on the list. And finally, a teaser for Recur Boston, because the countdown day by day just keeps getting more enticing. Time. We try to use the most of it. But when building a subscription business, there just never seems to be enough of it. But what if? What if we could slow time down? What if we could take a moment to take a step back and get the most out of our time to make us better? Because it's time to build relationships. It's time to learn from one another. It's time to get the data that matters to your business. And it's time to get back to the fundamentals of what works and what doesn't. The fundamentals of what makes a good business. It's time for Profit Well Recur where we bring together the best and the brightest in the subscription economy for three days of relationships, learnings, and data to get back the time you deserve and take the time off the clock to your success. It's time. We'll see you there. That's it for your pre-feast recur now. We're taking a mini break for Turkey and we'll be back in action Monday. Here's to you subscribers. We are grateful for every last one of you.